from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with ASB. Okay, there, and welcome to Hosking That Was for Tuesday. All the things oh, you've heard but might have missed from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, and this, the, the, this morning we've got a big milk spill to warn you about, and uh, details coming shortly, so stay tuned. And we will uh, finish up uh, with a, a story of great DIY success. Uh, but before any of that, this X Factor thing, man, it's got out of hand. Does something happen, though, on a show like that? Because they've had ratings problems as well. And when you have ratings problems, there's a frisson about the place, there's a tension. People are wandering around, you know, talking about how to fix stuff. And there's often that talk about, well, maybe if we do something a bit radical, a bit out there, but, you know, get people talking. Is there something there, a trap they fell into? I don't think so. I think, I mean, it's hard enough to make great TV in this country. We need to make great TV, not ordinary TV. And so every TV or radio show we make, we want it to be great and, and really good. And I think that if they were trying to wind it up through a PR strategy, which I don't think they were, um, they were seriously misguided. I don't think they were. I just think that, because at the end of the day, you've got 12 novices that never been on TV before, you know, and you've got four people that do have experience in the entertainment industry and a whole crew behind the whole show. I don't think they were doing that. I just think that Natalia and Willie were plain wrong, really, plain wrong. Indeed. Were they, were, was part of the problem that they were novices as well? <laughs> great words, Mike, great words. I don't know. I mean, I mean, we didn't know much about them beforehand. I mean, they've both only had a few hits under their belts. I think that uh, as an audience here in New Zealand, we resonate seeing our own people telling our own stories. And I don't think that they connected with New Zealand audience at all. So uh, that's one ex-judge of a talent show, or a couple of different talent shows there, Paul Ellis. Uh, we've got uh, Jason Kerrison coming up as well. We might get him to sing at us too. Uh, but meantime, Mike had his own thoughts on this whole messy situation. The simple truth of it nowadays is that in the musical genre anyway, anyone and everyone, whoever wanted to do their karaoke act in public, largely has and we're down to the dregs. And that includes the judges, who, let's be frank, are a good example of why producing a local version of any decent reality TV concept is hard yards, given the talent pool is about a millimetre deep. Willie Moon and his mad wife are a classic example of a production company that couldn't find real talents and tried to manufacture it. And here's what I know about making TV. It will expose you. It will not give you what you don't have. If you're not good, simply turning up won't change that. Which is why, by the way, Jeremy Clarkson should survive if he wants to survive and why the world seems so interested in his story. Because despite the fact he's a yob, he's an extremely gifted yob, and even his critics in their quiet moments wouldn't work too hard at disagreeing with that. The calculation is simple in this game. The more you bring to the table, the more you get away with. The clever producer or employer understands that. With the brilliance comes the eccentricity, and with the eccentricity comes the trouble. There isn't a half-decent broadcaster anywhere in the world that doesn't, hasn't, or won't trip up periodically and do something stupid. If they don't or haven't, they're not that good. Uh, Because if they haven't, they're playing it safe, and playing it safe leads to boring broadcasting, and boring broadcasting is the domain of the beige broadcaster, and the industry is full of them. But... And here's the tricky bit. Being good is an art. And Moon and Kills weren't good. They were merely under the misapprehension that saying outlandish things was clever when it wasn't. They were operating under the delusion that rudeness gets attention, which leads to success, which it doesn't. In other words, they didn't have the slightest clue as to how the industry works. And clearly, neither did the people who make all this crap happen. TV 
is harder than it looks. The truly clever ones like Clarkson make it look easy, but even they strike trouble. The difference is that when they do, they've got currency in the bank to shelter them from the storm. Moon and Kills didn't. Wise words, wise words. Um, I hope he remembers those words the next time he says something controversial and gets into trouble in the media. It's only a matter of time. Ticking time bomb. Happens to all of us. Well, not me, obviously, because it's just you listening and nobody else. But, you know, other people. Happens to other people. Uh, so, Jason Kerrison, did he have wise words as well? Uh, he, he sang some wise words. Maybe people forget that. Maybe people think that because you're on the show, you must be up for it. You want to be in public. This is what it is. So why can't you take a bit of grief if it's no good? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that. I, I, I think they're all very aware of what they're up for. But once you you step, once you don't have the soccer mum standing next to you, she's at the side of the stage. She's not holding your hand. Mm. And all those lights are bearing down on you and three people are judging you, or four people in that case, and a room and, a, and an entire nation. Then um, you know, a bit of pressure happens to but I think that also goes for the judges. And I, look, I just I really, I actually reached out to uh, Willie and Natalia yesterday just to share if she was okay because uh, I can only imagine what she might be going through now with having a whole nation turn on her. Yes, we don't tolerate bullies, but uh, it's no good to turn around and do the same thing. To her. And how, how are they handling it? Oh, not, I, I wouldn't say um, well. Uh, so I think they're just quite happy to. Um, to move on. Did they realise what they'd done? I, it's not I mean, not really. But, but, but how have they been? How's the show been in that sense? Because you've been a guest judge on it. I haven't watched it. I only, only watched it uh, the first live show, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, I turned up because it helped pay the mortgage at the end of the day. And I got to, got, got to fly in a helicopter, you know? So, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> I don't know, though. Helicopters aren't for everyone, are they? Um... But, you know, I, I, I've always enjoyed them when I've been in them, which isn't very often, in fact, once. So if anybody wants me to fly in a helicopter, you know where to get in touch with me. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we had oh, just chaos in the kitchen this morning. I've got to thank, guys, I've got to thank Bernie this morning. Thank you for your help this morning, Bernie, because it was um, I, I, I caused carnage in the kitchen. Lots. And um, Well, no, it's one of you clowns, guarantee, or one of your <laughs> loser sports mates who left the cap off the bottle of milk. And in the door, and when I opened uh, the door, I don't went, drink yeah, milk. I don't drink milk either, but it doesn't stop me spilling. Oh, I was opening the fridge door to get my Mediterranean salad out. What yeah. an absolute prat! And look hey, at you. Who has Mediterranean salad me. before six a.m.? Me. Goodness me. And you see me. this one popping olives and feta cheese. God. It's so gross. Salad is a waste of time. No, as well. it's not. It's delicious. It is, it is, it's a waste of time. Do you There's know? No do you know? The study the other day. The study the other day said that a Mediterranean diet is better for you than you ready. Ex- exercise. Piousness? Exercise. Oh, get out of here, exercise Mike. is get better. Out. Have some olives and some artichoke. Does it hearts. also fit yeah. easily under your bed and does it come with a 30 day money? If that's the way you think, Mike, go and buy an abdominizer or something like that because you you are just oh, sold on false hope. Do you know what Rachel Smalley's doing? She's going for a run now. She's you're, out there. She's putting running gear on. She's she? going out for a run. Yep. That's better than your Mediterranean In the salad. dark. Yeah. What's the point of that? Makes Actually, you run faster when you're fried. Now, the host claims that he and Bernadine cleaned up that milk spill pretty thoroughly, but I reckon it's only a matter of a day or two before that's really going to reek and people are going to be saying, what the hell is that smell? Going to finish up here with my success story of the week. Glenn this morning is celebrating a, a, a little mark of his manhood. And, and what a wonderful, wonderful thing it was to behold because I, I of course... 
<clears throat> am useless at the stuff that Glenn does. And God bless Glenn for trying this on yesterday. So here's Glenn's problem. Glenn's got an extractor fan, and who hasn't had one of these? I had an extractor fan that broke down. Who hasn't had an extractor fan that's broken down? One of the great scandals of modern manufacturing is the extractor fan, which has what a, a, a usage life of somewhere between two and three years, I reckon. It's, it's built-in obsolescence that after a couple of years, it's just going to break. So then you're faced with the problem you need a new extractor fan. And it's kind of essential if, you, if, like we are, you've got the ensuite situation with no external windows. Right. You know what I mean? That's it's, your it's, scenario? It's a little dark room. So anyway, your fan breaks down. I would have rung somebody and said, I need a new extractor fan. Many people would, but not Glenn. No, <laughs> <laughs> not Glenn. Glenn goes out down to Bunnings Mitre 10, wherever he's going. He goes by as a new extractor fan. And, of course, here's your problem. His new extractor fan is not the same size as his old extractor fan. His new extractor fan is bigger. Because that's what you do anyway. You always want a bigger, better one. But, of course, what you've got to do at that point is you've then got to cut a hole in the roof. And the problem with the cutting the hole in the roof, of course, if you cut it too big, it's all over. And then not only have you got an extractor fan you can no longer use, you've got you've got a partner in your life that really wants to, to kill you and, and, and ask questions. That's like, right. Why it was you... a potentially life-threatening situation. Exactly. exactly. And so yesterday you set about cutting the exact size hole for the exact size fan. How many of these have you done before? Oh, no, I've never done this never before. Never done this before. You're no. making it up as you go along. And, and uh, nothing short of? Success, flush, per- a flush fit, if you will. Sheer perfection. And what's more, Mike, when what? I switched the switch, yes. it actually worked first time. Well, that's the next thing, because, of course, once you've got the fit, you're going, oh, man, this is so amazing, this is incredible, I can't believe how good I am at this. And then, of course, you forgot to wire it in, or you wired it in backwards, you're and, and then yeah, it can't yeah. work, and it blows air into the room and not suck it out. But it all worked. It's a 10 out of 10. Isn't that amazing? That must be an extraordinary sense of achievement. And we're next. A second story. And then the domestic manager got home and didn't notice. But that's better than being yelled at, isn't it, really? Oh, don't get me wrong. I'll definitely take not getting yelled at as a win any day of the week. That was Husking That Was. Uh, let's hope you don't get yelled at today. I am Glenn ZB. We'll see you back here again tomorrow, and I'll yell at you some more. You won't be me. Brilliant. I love it.